0: On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss Open Door, the FTC, Zillow, and who the big winners and losers are. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. Obviously, this is your co host, the notorious Rob Han, and with me is the fabulous Greg Robertson.
0: <laughs> Hello, Rob, how are you? Fabulous Greg, how are you, man? Oh, I'm okay, yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of big week last week, right? I yep. mean, Inman Connect, um, great to see you. We had lunch. Yep. And-
1: Yep, conversations. I, I was actually shocked that I was I managed to grab a meal with you because that's really hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they had me busy there. I was I interviewed um, Guy Gal from the main stage on uh, yeah. the session. Yeah, and then um, Katie Smithson and I co moderated the uh, data and tech track um, on mm. Thursday as well. Um, and you know, between that meetings and you know recovery and
1: yeah.
0: And, and <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we were we were lucky to grab lunch together because I, I think-
1: know. All I can say is like I think the age is getting to me because I was thinking about there has been a number of requests to do like a karaoke experience Thursday yeah. evening, and I was like, I can't. I just can't <laughs> <laughs> we need the younger generation to step up oh, and, man. and take no, the ready. Baton, you know? They're ready. They're ready. <laughs> but uh <laughs> excuse me. In any event, So I know we got uh, some juicy topics, but before we dive in, just real curious. Any big takeaways for you from uh, Connect? Because obviously, I don't go any sessions. I just went to LobbyCon. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you know it. it it's it's start. You know, it's starting to get back. Right. I mean, it's not at full strength yet, but I mean, I think this is. We're still within the pandemic. There's still people that are a little bit afraid to fly and and go to these larger events. Um, for care you know, for fear of catching something or, or anything. But, um, I think we're on our way back now. So yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sorry. Something came up on the screen there. Um, and then, you know, again, I think, you know, the, the big, I think what we're going to talk about today, the bigger news is, uh, would drop, uh, you know. There's a, a news about Open Door, which was right before the event started, and then there was the the other news about Open Door. Zilla drop later, that was really just the talk of the town. After that,
1: yeah. So I, let's dive right into that. And uh, by something happening, it means I didn't have my headphones on, but yeah. here I am now. Um. So th- obviously that's going on, but I think we got to talk about Open Door. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's
0: let, let's you know. I want you to start off with this, but sure. First things first is like it this there was the first news about it that was big drop was on yep. Monday and that yep. news was the 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 FTC FTC. Yep. Or FTC had fined or um had reached a settlement I don't know how you would do it but mm-hmm. how you phrase it but with Open Door um of sixty two million dollars yep uh, basically um slapping them on the wrist or slapping across the face however you want to look at it. Yep. Of having deceptive um, advertising practices. Yep. Um, with, uh, it, and it, it seemed to be they were focusing on the 2017 to 2019 timeframe. That's right. right? And I, I wrote a post about that right before I got on the plane. Um, I thought myself when reading this, it was just the most ridiculous thing I've read because, yeah. I mean, whoever thought about going to an iBuyer, especially you know, ones that, you know, back in the 2017 timeframe, everybody was talking about how, what lowball offers they had. Yeah. But That anybody was thinking that, you know, you were going to make more money selling your home to an open door, right? Yeah. So in the post that I wrote, I kind of posited that this had to be some sort of rogue sales department or marketing campaign to, I, I don't, I, I just can't in my head ever get around that, you know, some realtors or I'm oh, sorry, some sellers thought that that was true. And yeah. I even went back to archive.org, which you can look back at like what, what their homepage looked like in 2017 and you didn't read anything on there. Like make more money by selling to open door. Yeah. Yeah. It's still about, you know, as I, as, as they like to say, it was all about certainty and convenience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, how smooth the transaction was and how easy it was. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just like, what happened here? And in an open doors kind of thing. They were saying basically, we don't agree with this, but you know, yeah, we're not going to die on this hill. Yeah, this happened a long time ago. We've got to move on.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, this this is where you're going to get my like ancap side fired up, right? Ancap okay. meaning anarcho-capitalist, like everything government sucks. Uh, to me, this is just straight up greenmail by by the FTC. Basically, what they got what they got uh, open door for was claiming that they pay market value. right? I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. in some of their earlier marketing, it would say, yeah, it's about convenience about speed. But you know what? Uh, we're going to make market value offers, right? So it's just that language. And you know FTC went through all this stuff to showing that you don't pay market value. your internal communications show you don't pay market value yada yada yada. okay, you know I guess but to your point, I've read that I'm like, yeah but nobody thought they were getting quote market value right um, 2016 I, I don't remember a single instance ever since open door kind of started up in 2014 when real estate agents weren't pointing out you're leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table right So a lot of the presentations I've been giving it's like look here's a scenario where people are willingly giving up a lot of money. Because they want the convenience. Like the transaction is that broken. And that was a point that I would make. Yeah. And realtors would come back with like, oh, you're leaving money on the table. Like money's not everything. <laughs> there are a lot of times when- Time is money. Time, time is money. Or or knowing that I could sell this house and then buy another house. That's that's worth something. Oh, man, you know, so-
0: let's go back to what you said about market value. Yeah. if you're just talking about the traditional market maybe yeah. yeah but if this is a brand new market this is a market yeah. where you can you can get your you can sell your house within 7 days and get yeah. a check that's yeah. a that's a brand new kind of transaction so you're to relate that to the value of a of a previous one again it's just it was a yeah. weird no,
1: there, there, there's some stuff that open door was doing right where it was I, let's just put it this way i think it was just a mistake you know, like they had uh, this thing. Let's let's let me look it up about repairs, right? Uh, da da da. They had this repair ask. Uh, they had something called the estimated repair credit, right? Internally, right? But they didn't disclose it. Do you know what I mean? Things like that. So they would do an offer based on this estimated repair credit. Uh, And then they would reduce the offer price, depending, you know, thinking, oh, we're going to spend this, but we're going to get this kind of. They
0: spent more than they thought,
1: right? And and they didn't disclose it. And when repairs came in lower, it isn't as if they went and gave the money back to the consumer or anything. You know what I mean? Like, there were some things like that. Um, The market value piece, you know, it was just literally just marketing copy, right? And think about marketers. Like, marketers are like, your job is to market whatever product or service. So sometimes you get carried away. Sometimes you use, you know, florid language. Yeah. And I'm assuming. Look, 2016, 2017. Open Door still a startup, rapid growth mode. You know, I don't think they had the type of like legal oversight over everything, saying, "Hey, you know, this is a problem. You can't say market value." Who the hell knows, right?
0: Yeah. And, I mean, and that's, <laughs> going back to market value, and I, I thought I, I tweeted this when I read this. Yeah. Because anybody who's been a listener to industry relations knows we've been talking about the FTC and the DOJ and and they're kind of like, we're waiting for the other suit to drop on them kind of coming down on commissions, you know, buyer side commissions. Right. Yeah. And because it's, you know, that's an unfair practice from realtors. And in this case, the irony of the whole thing was like, they're telling people, well, you should be using traditional real estates. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's so what? Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm being a little facetious, but not really. I mean, yeah. the irony was so thick here. Yeah. Like, well, you know, if he would, if they would have used a traditional real estate agent, yeah. they would made blah, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah.
1: wait, what? What? Yeah. Who, yeah. Who? Uh, Here's just- the thing, man. So, look, I mean, I think the the FTC thing, like I said, to me, it was green mail. It was one of these things where Open Door probably looked at it and said, "All right, fuck it, let's just pay them off." You know, like how much do you want to go away? Yeah, because that's what greenmail is, right? There's a lot of these harassment lawsuits. You know, somebody's like, yeah, "I'm I mean, going to sue you for this," and Zillow's done it
0: for, a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah settle but, for
1: fifty thousand dollars and like just write them a check because we're going to spend more than that on lo- legal fees, yeah. right? Um, and I think Open Door just didn't want to bother with it.
0: Okay, right? let me ask you a question and let me get your take on this. So that this dropped the week of Inman Connect,
1: right? It, it, more importantly, it dropped three days before the earnings call.
0: Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's another thing, right? But <laughs> I kind of think that they dropped it the week of, of Inman Connect because they wanted to send a message to the industry, and they know they knew that there'd be a lot of thought leaders and industry, wow, industry people. They're going to be together in one place, but they can discuss that. I mean, that's a little bit of a conspiracy theory. What do you, what do you
1: think? It's possible. I kind of doubt it. You know like I don't know if the FTC pays that close attention to like inmen and the industry leaders. Do you know what I mean I feel like the FTC just kind of does FTC stuff because they're a big giant federal agency you know they 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 feel like they're all powerful so they just kind of I think if anything like I said more important would have been let's drop it before earnings call right Curiously enough, during the earnings call, nobody asked about it. Not what well, analysts asked. There
0: was no other news to talk about,
1: right? There was other news to talk about, but in addition, it's like open doors response, you know, really was basically this is old news, right? This yeah. happened 2016 to 2019. We don't do this stuff anymore. We've changed our marketing. Pay them 62 million, who cares? Right. Um, now, of course, there's a couple of things though to really address about this. Number one, you know, real estate agents and brokers and you know, interesting, the guy that you uh you interviewed, Guy Gall, I think has been one of the most vocal, at least yeah. on Twitter, just taking that open. I'm like, look, when you have like three billion dollars, sixty-two million is really actually not that much money. I know we can't think of things in those terms, and I know people want to say, well, open is never profitable, six to two million is like yeah, I-, I get it, but really in the grand scale of scope of things, it's really not that big a deal. Uh that's that's number one. But number two, and more importantly, um, I think maybe w- the industry is celebrating this a bit too much without thinking through what this could mean. And I think that's a little bit more important, right? So let me give you a, kind of where my head's at with this. And again, I, I have no idea. Go ask your attorney, right? This is not legal <laughs> advice. <laughs> it's none of those things. Mm-hmm. But basically, the FTC went after Open Door for marketing claims. That they made in the past right like hey we pay market value and they went after him said this is a violation and you, you. all
0: right oh, well hold on hold, uh, on, hold on hold on. i don't believe i've read anything in the in the statement about the time frame the only time frame things were mentioned were, were by open door right
1: that, that's true that's so true. I
0: mean, you're saying that, but that's true. The narrative but the, About the time frame was true. coming from open door, not from not from this not true. from the statement from the FTC.
1: But what Go they ahead. were like the timeline in the actual settlement and the lawsuit all referred like 2016, 2017, 2018, right? Okay. So basically the FTC saying, look, we went back and looked at your business practices back then, and we're gonna fine you for this. Right. I mean, think of some of the business practices that back then, right? That the industry's already agreed was wrong. For example, buyer agents claiming their services are free. Right. Right. Now, NAR is like, "Hey, we changed that, right?" But you changed it in 2021, like you changed it last year.
0: Well, I guess you know that the FTC had hard evidence, like with Open Door, that they could prove yeah. that this was going on enough to like yeah. force the settlement. Yeah. Now, do do you think that they have they would have enough hard evidence?
1: Um, uh yeah i mean you don't think we'll find millions of realtors saying hey you know work with me Does, you know you, my services are free right yeah. and again the fact that nar itself said you know what you can't say that anymore but they only said it in response to the doj settlement right so if you think about the full history department of justice sues or they start investigating the two of them agree okay you know what we're not going to claim buyer services are free Right, we're not going to claim that anymore. Uh, we're not going to uh, prohibit brokers and agents from sharing compensation information. Right? right, these are like elements in the settlement. And then NAR says, okay, you know what? We're going to follow through with that and tell our people you can no longer claim your your fees or your service are free. Right. Okay, but that was 2021. So if the FTC comes in and goes, hey, listen, uh, you guys have been fucking consumers for a long time. Uh, here's a fine. Right, um, how about a six hundred million dollar fine that we will then make sure to compensate these buyers who are taking advantage of some shit? My thing is how do we defend that right?
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, first of all, you've got the fact that these are all independent contractors, right? It's mm-hmm. not like a company, right That's its own thing um and then you know it's not so unusual that you're that that the FTC is is Bringing a lawsuit about things that happened in the past—I mean, everything moves so slow. Sure. Every lawsuit's that, right? Sure. So you can't, you can't go over that. But um, so, so this, this, even before this, just the very nature of lawsuits,
1: this is always on the table. Always right? on the table. So that—that's right. one. There's a second one that is immediate today. So that has not been handled, if you will, right? There are a lot of companies, a lot of agents, a lot of brokers who've been doing off-market listings, right? you know, coming soon's, uh, office exclusives, even after clear cooperation policy, office exclusive, loophole. Loophole after loophole, sure. Loophole after loophole, okay. FTC went after Open Door around this notion of market value. You're telling me FTC can't go after those guys for failing to get market value for the clients? I think they can.
0: Yeah, I just don't, I, I just don't, Get where they're coming from with this market value. I mean, this is a, a wholly different service than the market, than w- they're comparing. I know,
1: I know. I'm just saying, but if the FTC can go after Open Door saying, hey, you guys fucked up and you owe $62 million, I don't know why the FTC couldn't go after, I don't know, Compass, could go after, I don't know, a bunch of agents and brokers in the San Francisco. <laughs> you know, like, who was it we're talking to uh, MLS listings saying that at one point, 30 to 40% of all their transactions were done off MLS? I don't know why FTC couldn't go after those guys and say, hey, uh, you owe a bunch of money.
0: Yeah, right? it's just it, it just again, it's mind-boggling. <clears throat> you know, and you go you go back to Side and Guy Gal there, who I interviewed, mm-hmm. you know, to me, I think that you know, they have a very innovative company with side, right? Yeah. Open Door is very innovative in what they're doing. I mean, two of the most innovative companies out there. And the and you know, this kind of stuff, they go. The the FTC is going after like this innovative company, and again, the irony of it all of of like, you know, if they're trying to change things, why are they smacking down this new uh, entrant that is trying to change things? Then I think the
1: answer is simple. The answer is because I mean, they know Open Door has the money. Number one, it's and one and two. What? Yeah, it's, it's one and Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and um, they got them. They have some evidence. Right? Mm. Yeah, I mean that's and a lot of it to me is the fact that Open Door had internal communications, like internal emails showing, "Hey, the algorithm said this. We're gonna offer less than that." Right. So, I, and, you know, when I wrote up about it, this, is like the opposite of Zillow's Project Catch-Up, right, where they were saying, "Hey, algorithm says offer this. We're gonna offer more." Like whenever human beings fuck with the algorithm, it looks like bad yeah. things happen. So there was that. There's a lot of these internal emails that said we're not offering fair market value, you know, to our c- customers. Things like that. That's that's what it is, right?
0: Yeah. Again, I I totally have the problem with this is such a different product than than yeah. what's on.
1: No, look, I look. They obviously, are- you and I are in agreement. I'm a huge open door bull, as as everyone knows, mm-hmm. right? But I think the FTC went after them was low hanging fruit. They knew they could get you know squeeze them. They could have a pelt on the wall and get sixty million bucks. Yeah,
0: I was. One thing I saw on Twitter, I, I was really laughing about is what, what's a guy, the surgeon that's a big, uh, also. Tyler. Of, Tyler.
1: Yeah. So, Tyler Oakland, yeah.
0: He, he His whole thing on a, he responded to one of the threads, was like, this is a hit piece. Yeah. I'm like, somebody responded, like, a hit piece. This is a, a statement from the FTC. <laughs> 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 Not from like inside, you know, inside business insider. It's, <laughs> he's like, it's a hit
1: piece. I'm like,
0: I don't Who think knows, that man. word means what you think it means, Tyler.
1: Who knows? I mean, look, there are there, some of the intriguing things to come out of that particular thing is like you said, I mean, the FTC is now telling consumers, like hey, you should just use a traditional real estate agent, right? My we know that the We know for a fact that the FTC was told to go regulate real estate, right? We know that for a fact because that's the whole Biden executive order. We've talked about it many times. All right. Um, does this imply that NAR flexes political muscle and sort of got the FTC <laughs> yeah. to play ball? I don't right? know. That would be real I, interesting.
0: I, I'm okay. telling you, like, like one, of the, one of the conversations, the past conversation we had on this podcast was about, I was actually looking like things might be optimistic because they only have so much time. They only have, you know, We've got the midterms coming up, and yeah. you know it's not; it hasn't been showing up at a lot in some of their communications. And then you get a move like this, where they're slapping down like you know non-traditional things. Yeah, maybe the time. Maybe maybe all this. Maybe all this talk we've been doing for the past year. Maybe <laughs> for not right. So maybe yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's entirely possible. Maybe or, or, um,
0: or maybe they feel that. Just bringing some pressure on has made the industry turn, make some changes mm-hmm. that are are uh, are going to be uh, in a positive direction, and they don't need to do anything else, right? So, it's, kind of it's possible.
1: That. Yeah. In time, uh, we'll see. You know. Okay.
0: So, so that's, so that's news one. First bit of news, right? <laughs> and here is the the travesty is that. So we were we were at Javier's in yep. in, the, in at at, uh, Aria having lunch right and at the bar was sarah bonnet from zillow i remember seeing her and I, I was supposed to interview her at the tech and data tech con uh connect track and as we were having lunch and having a, a margarita the news dropped about that zillow is now partnering with open door right and I missed that news, so right. I actually had Sarah on stage where I could have asked her specifically directly with it, but i didn't I had no clue what would right. just happened, right? right uh, but why don't you why don't you kind of set it up and tell us what happened with with that news?
1: So it's a little bit unclear. I'm still seeking some details. Um, but uh basically, Zillow and Opendoor have entered into a multi-year exclusive partnership, right And I think it sounds like it's five years. Uh, so presumably open will be the only I buyer on Zillow's platform. Um, and, uh, for what I can glean is. <laughs> and, 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 and
0: to be clear, Zillow can still offer more services beyond that, right? They can still <clears throat> offer mortgage title, you know? What? Oh
1: yeah, no, it's, 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 it's not just that like Zillow. I, I here's how I look at it. I, I wrote a post about this, um, And I'll just go with the title. The title is "Somebody Call 911: Thoughts on Open Door and Zillow Partnership." Right? And the reason why I said "Somebody Call 911," I'm like, I want to report a robbery. Right? Like, Zillow, like, goddamn, whoever negotiated this deal for Zillow deserves a giant raise, like, artist shoes. I feel like, holy crap, I've never seen a deal like this. Um, So Zillow is a big winner. Um, I think Del Preeti came out and said this is a win-win. I'm like, I guess it's to me. I think of it more like win-win. You know, like <laughs> yeah, Open Door wins because they get access to the 260 million or whatever you know monthly unique that Zillow has, or at least some fraction of it because you know Open Door's not in every market, right? They're in 55, 53, something like that markets. I'm less than that, yeah, but 50-ish. You know, 50-ish markets. Um, you know, so yeah, you're not going to get a, uh, you know, sell to open door in like Topeka can't, you know, like probably not. Right. But Atlanta, Phoenix, you know, all their rally Durham, like wherever they are. So I guess that's positive. Right. But Zillow, holy shit, like Zillow got so much out of this deal.
0: Hey everybody. I'm so excited to announce our inaugural sponsor of the industry relations podcast. Note Router. Um, Note Router was launched back in 2018 by Nick Goff, and they had the mission of reconnecting real estate. Um, Note Router is an all-in-one email and texting platform designed exclusively for real estate. Uh, Note Router syncs with your membership database to make communicating with your members easier and more effective. Believe me, your staff is gonna love you for this. If you're an association or MLS and you wanna do a better job with communicating with members, really look no further. Um, they've just launched a brand new website. It looks fantastic, by the way. I'll put the URL in the show notes. It's noterouter.com. Go there, take a look you'll find everything you need. Once again, thank you, Nick. Thank you, uh, to everybody at NoteRouter for sponsoring the industry relations podcast. Rob and I truly appreciate your, your support.
1: So one of the things I'm trying to find out, like, as we're recording, this is, are there some details of this that I'm, I'm missing? Right. Cause one of the big, the, one of the biggest, like what the F, you know, was, um, when you click on that button, you know how uh, back in the Zillow iBuying days, they would have this like button right there for a, sol- if it's not an active listing.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Request an offer, whatever. So it's the same thing, right? Like request an offer, except the offer will be from Open Door. Okay. Except that for, based on what I've read and I listened to the earnings calls, you know, that where Zillow and Rich Barton talked about it. Um, And uh, quite frankly, Eric Wood didn't really talk about it that much to a level of detail in his earnings call. But what it sounds like is when you request that offer, we don't know exactly how it's going to take place. But you know how you have to go fill out all this info about your house? I don't know if you ever went through the open door process. Yeah. But you got to go, you know, like address and, you know, whatever and answer some questions. And they give you an instant. And then they will send somebody out to look at the house and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Let's see, go through all that. It almost sounds like at that point, you have to talk to a Zillow employee. Like, you know, Rich Bart said there's a licensed Zillow representative who will work with the c- customer to make sure that this is, like, the best thing for them. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, time out, what? So well that, that, but,
0: but, And that happens right now with agents when they're in the Flex program. You know, that sure. is incubated – Sure. Via Zillow, and sure. then it's finally handed off when sure. it's ready, right? So that's right. not different from what's going
1: on right now. If you're thinking the, that's a bad thing for dude, open huge, door. That's, I know it's a huge a difference. Thing. There's a huge difference, though, right? Where the lead incubation from premier agent, they're just clicking a, a just a generic like contact whatever agent, you know, schedule showing whatever. In this case, this button doesn't exist without open door. Right. Right. So this is literally Zillow cannot put a button request an offer unless Open Door exists. So Open Door's like, and there's a huge difference, right, between what an agent and an, op- an Open Door would do, right? The agent's gonna do what the agent does. Open Door's like, I'm gonna write you a big check. So that's just mind boggling to me the fact yeah. Open Door conceded that, right? Yeah, I mean. But here's so, the second piece. So okay. while you're thinking about that, the other piece that just completely mind-boggling for me, and I'd love to know if we're missing something, right? If maybe the news release, if the story so far doesn't go into detail is Zillow clearly has a right to generate seller leads from this, right? In other words, somebody clicks the button, uh, talks to the Zillow rep, and it's like, yeah, you know what? Never mind the open door thing. <clears throat> right. Or yeah, sure. You know, I still want an offer from Open Door, but I also want a CMA from a premier agent, right? Those seller leads. Zillow's clearly able to monetize those seller leads, like in in the description, right? Yes. Uh, Rich yeah. Bard talked about it, and I'm like, shouldn't you owe Open Door referral if that happens? And there's no mention of that anywhere in any of the discussions. I don't discussions. see how
0: there's no there was no relationship with open door there that was you know by by giving an offer they didn't sign some sort of exclusive Fine. listing
1: hold on a second but let's just think of it from a strict business standpoint right say the consumer came to open doors website click the button right and then it's like yeah you know what i'm not going to i'm not going to do this and open door says great but you're a high intent seller hey zillow would you like this lead to say right. you know Give to one of you. You're telling me the open door would not have charged a referral then. Of course they would have.
0: Well, I, I I guess what I'd have a um a problem with is your terminology. Referral to me means, you know, they both have to be brokers. There's both have to be
1: something. Yeah, to be- no, I, yeah. I just mean simply look yeah, a fee. A, you know, some uh, yeah. sort of sure yeah. that
0: that's all negotiable. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there is something. I don't think we know. But like you said, we don't know.
1: Yeah. Um. But so that's befuddling to me. Like yeah. like I said like. Dude, the the value of these high-intent seller leads to Zillow because the value of it to an agent, right? Is so huge. You know this, I know this. It's gigantic, right? And we know Zillow's going to just make bank just selling these seller leads, you know, at 35% flex referral fees to all their premier agents, right? Open door couldn't be like, hey, you know what? Why don't you cut us 10% of your take? Like, not a commission, right? Like of Zillow's revenues. Yeah, give us five percent. Give us ten percent. They they could negotiate that.
0: Well, I, I don't know if we're ever gonna see all the full, you know, of course, uh, of what it is now. So I I, I mean this is fucking great because you're so wrong about this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 let me tell you why. Right. So yeah. um, a couple things here. First of all, um, I think this is a win-win. Possibly better for open door than than Zillow, right? Because okay. first of all, you know uh, what I used to say in the beginning was this was like um, back in the old day with Netflix and HBO, right? And and basically the guys at Netflix said we have to become HBO faster than HBO can become Netflix. Okay, that's what the, I think their their head of marketing had said. That was the that was the game back then, right? And that's. And then you have the fact that, you know, uh, Rich Barton went on to the Stratekery um, podcast and as as we talked about and and called open door an existential threat. Yeah. Uh, but as you know, it's like it's tough for companies to do things, to start new initiatives when they're when their soul is somewhere else, right? It's just it's mind boggling how many, how a lot of companies try to be so, something from what they started with. And the, 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 the road is long and riddled with dead bodies of companies trying to do something else w- beyond their core. And sure. that's exactly what happened to Zillow.
1: Right. I, Zillow I disagree. Tried, tried I completely to, disagree, but go ahead.
0: We can call it the project catch up and all this kind yeah. of thing. Basically, you know, they couldn't stomach it. They got out. Sure. Whatever reason you want to talk about, because, and I think a lot to do with that, they're a good media company. They're a good, they're a good company of attracting, you know, things. As far as the other side, not so good. Or as a concession to you, it's just not something they have the stomach to do. Right. Open door, on the other hand, is, you know, has been making this business doing. That's that's their business, right? That's their business, right? So, I think at the end of the day, now you you have two companies that kind of came to each other and says, well. Um, you're good at this, I'm good at that. Maybe maybe we should just coexist together. So I think that's a, a good thing. Second thing is Barton, and I remember Errol had said this, when they had, when they first announced this marketplace thing, they said in the high 90s, more people go with the CMA yes. than they do with the offer, right? Yeah. So we already know those metrics, right? Those metrics are there, right? And in fact, one of the reasons Rich Barton said that they got out of this business is like, well, we're not really helping a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. Because most people don't take that offer. Yep. They take the the, the 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 market offer, right? So there's nothing new here And as far as like who got a bad deal or what. It's just like, you know, open doors, they that's the business they've chosen, right? Zillow's chosen this business, right? Sure. This business on open door side is as they say, they eat bips for breakfast. This is a low margin, you know, that that's what they do. That's what they're going to monetize on as much as they can. They're going to do that. They're happy with that. Now I have a little bit of back, a little bit more insider information. All right. So, you know, I, uh, we launched a a product called iBuyer Connect at WNR studios. Um, And basically what that did was, uh, and I I apologize for repeating myself because I've told this story before, but just to give some context, you know, back in the day I thought, well, you know, they're going to come after the CMA, right? You've got all these AVMs, you got the Zestimate and everything else. One day, somebody's going to like, there's going to no longer be a need for a CMA. So we can either let that happen to us or we can make that happen. To us, or we can be the ones that that I like to say would kill the CMA, mm-hmm. right? I want to get t-shirts that said, kill the CMA. We're going to kill our own product because we know somebody else did. Right. So Dan and I thought about this problem a lot. And, you know, we saw what was going on with the marketplace and other things. And we thought to ourselves, well, the the best way of killing a CMA is you go in there with fucking cash, a fucking, here's some cash for your house. There's no need for a CMA. Take the cash. Right. Right. So what we introduced was a product where, you know, as the agent is, you know, an agent gets a call from a seller saying, Hey, I want to sell my house. Great. Let me make you a CMA. Right. They go into cloud CMA, they put the address in, boom. If it matches a buy box from an yep. iBuy, yep. This it's smart. It's door um, that it says, hey, we can make a cash offer on this right away. Mm-hmm. That that agent can now bring to them to the listing uh, presentation, hey, I've got a CMA, it's a great CMA, this is what I think you've got to market. But if you're you know, if you're if you're you know, if you're in a hurry and you want some yeah. certain convenience, I've also got a cash offer. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's called iBuyer Connect. Yep. Um, we I know because we have a, a spreadsheet and a, a backdoor of like how many offers we send open door and other iBuyers and what the percentage of those of those accepted. go accepted. Yeah. Yeah. To accept it and go to close. I'm not I can't say that number, but I can say I think you know that's a very and we're in limited markets with MLSs. But it's a, a product that a lot of realtors love and use. Yep. Yep. And it's a good tool to have in their toolbox. Yep. And I just start adding that. I, I look at that percentage and then I apply that to all those fucking motherfucking, you know, visitors to Zillow.com. Yep. And I think this is a great win for Open Door. I think this is going to be a great okay. win for Open Door.
1: So basically, what we can take away from that is you can't disclose these precise numbers, but we can so- say that it's high enough to make it worth it their while
0: I think so I don't you know okay. again I don't know oh they're back I mean they're still losing money right so it just might be like they're gonna lose money faster because they have more deals but um, okay
1: I, I've seen that model work okay again, again I like at a high level I'm saying yes this makes sense in other words I'm agreeing with you that open doors like look we're really good at i-buying Zillow's so like we're really good at aggregating you know demand let's partner I, it of course it makes sense yeah right of course that part makes sense what doesn't make sense for me are all the details. Okay, but like I said, let me let me finish. So let, let's, let's, when you click that button, right, request an offer for Open Door, if you went to opendoor.com, 100% makes sense, right? 100% makes sense. It's That's a big win for Open Door, I think. But when you click that button and you talk to Zillow employee who then advises you, is the, and literally, Rich mentioned there's a, that that was already
0: happening before. That was we already to me. That's already built into like that's why in the high 90s, people are taking the you know the CMA, right? They're they're taking they're going with an, a traditional agent, right? I mean, this is not for everybody. You know, you you think it's going to be
1: sure later on, but you know, you no, know, like later, like but remember, the six percent included power buyers. Don't forget oh. that, right? Okay. Um. So that's that's number one, and number two, like I said. So, there's a few other things, but number two, I'm like, that's fine. Open Door has to pay Zillow when they get a deal through Zillow, right? A referral fee, some sort of fee. There can to be, Zillow. I'm sure there's a fee for sure. Okay. Zillow doesn't have to pay Open Door when they monetize a the seller lead? I have no idea.
0: I, it Me hasn't either. been
1: disclosed. It hasn't been disclosed. There, there's been no mention of it. You would think that if that was a, a term, at least like, Eric Wu would have said, "Hey, and by the way, when Zillow generates to sell the leads and sells to a premier agent, we get paid, right? Not a huge amount, but good passive income." Didn't hear any of that, right? And then the other thing is the fact that Zillow, because of this primary advisor role, Rich Barton called it like, "We're going to be the quarterback," right? Because uh, they get to sell up, upsell mortgage, title, and escrow. Yeah. And I'm like, last time I checked, Open Door had mortgage. Open Door had had an escrow, okay. and Open Door was talking about things like Open Door Complete, and was in earnings calls was like attached rates and all this stuff.
0: Okay, but but here's another thing. One thing also that Til De, Pretty was talking about is their Open Door exclusives. Yeah. And how you know, and what how the success rates of those. So yeah. another thing that Open Door gets off of this is that. Sure. Right. So they're going to monetize their exhaust in that way. Right. So, yeah, maybe they're not going to get wait,
1: wait, wait. Walk, walk through that for me, because I thought about open door exclusives.
0: OK, well, open door exclusives are when the difference between what open door is doing is they're they're, they're saying it's a great it's a great strategy because it's what every brokerage wants, what every franchisor want. They want to they want a differentiation of their product right but because okay. of mls rules and everything else they can't do that now right. since open door is actually the owners of these homes they can create another website that says we're going to put it on this website for a, a certain amount of days and we're going to offer a discount as if you buy directly from us which means yeah. they get the capture rates they means they get the title it means that sure. they have a better chance of all that um and then if it doesn't work that way they'll put it on the mls right so okay. this is basically uh, and I think, <clears throat> again, this has to be figured in your calculation of, yeah, maybe they're losing on that side, but this is going to accelerate the growth of that big time.
1: Why? Why would it accelerate the growth of that?
0: Because they're going to get more listings. They're going to get more listings from um, from all the traffic they're getting from Zillow. You don't think that, that they're not going to get more uh, homes?
1: They're not gonna oh, I'm more sure homes. they will. I'm sure, I'm sure the top the of top funnel. So you're saying the play here is we're going to use the like, Zillow partnership. But right. right. the play is, the logic is, we're going to use this old partnership, get our, you know, offer button, get our name in front of 200, whatever, however, 100 million users, Right. right? Who will then come to our website to look at open door exclusive homes.
0: No, 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 no. As buyers. I'm saying, no, I'm saying this. They're going to get, they're going to, they're going to generate more inventory for, they're
1: open home For open-door exclusives. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to buy more homes yeah. right, from all these people that come to us from Zillow. Right. And then we're going to take those homes put into open-door exclusives. And then buyers will come to open-door exclusives and then we'll capture them there.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's another, another thing. I mean, they're going to make money doing their original thing, but they're also now they have a strategy of how they do it on the back end as well. They didn't have that before. Right? And this just scales that Way quicker than they could before. I, see, I, somebody, I, I don't know. Was about like, I mean, I, I forget. I wish I know that this is on the internet. Maybe we can have it in the uh, show notes. But Del talked about what the sell through of those things were, and it was pretty damn yeah. high. It's very high. Yeah. Right. So, and that, and if you're talking about a sell through there, where you know you're also getting a huge attachment rate, and I think you probably, if you're selling on there, you can dictate what, how that's sold, sure. right? Those attachment rates have got to be pretty fucking high.
1: Right. So we'll, we'll see what the data says. Right. right. Here's the thing that I wonder about. Is, but, but
0: did you ever in this article, just curious, I mean, cause I didn't read it. Yeah. Do you talk about open home, uh, open house exclusives when you're making this kind of this, this, you know, who I, was the winner and who was not I don't think you were. Does it yeah. Sound-
1: I touched on it. Right. I touched on it. Basically, uh, open door exclusive. So basically I talked about it in context of open door, giving the mortgage title, mortgage and title opportunity, to Zillow. The first shot at it. In other words, every seller, right, who's not an investor, every seller is also a buyer. Right? So I'm like, okay, if that seller had come to open door directly, then open door gets the opportunity. Hey, since you're selling us your home, do you need to buy a home? Would you like would you like to talk about mortgage and title? Right? Yeah.
0: I mean that's that's a pretty that's I mean no, that's like a very big high bar to fucking actually hit if even if they had the right to do that.
1: No, what I mean is like that's actually what they've been doing yeah. up until now, right? Yeah. And Open Door at one point talked about their title attach rate is like north of ninety percent, right? So uh, Open Door Mortgage made perfect sense. Again, just think about it: people coming directly to OpenDoor.com right. say, "I want to sell my house." Now Open Door goes, "Cool, hey, do you need to buy a house if yeah, you're selling yours?" Yeah. As a matter of fact, I do. <clears throat> Would you like to talk about mortgage? Right now, it's going to be. The vast, like the bulk of those people, because let's face it, Zillow's got the traffic. They're going to go to Zillow, click on the button, right? And then a Zillow rep goes, hey, since you're selling your house, do you need to buy a house? Why, yes, yes, I do. Hey, dude, would you like to talk about pre-approval?
0: Right. right. No, so, no, 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 that's, that's true. But I mean, Zillow's having a tough time. Today, I just do a pretty- Sure, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Home right still losing money, yep. Yeah. But still, open doors giving that opportunity- the first shot, first crack to Zillow. Sure, they're giving that. Up. So sure. now, I did mention in this context. Okay, so what happens when that buyer, right? So they sold their home to Open Door, right? But now they're a buyer, okay, with a Zillow Premier agent, and they're pre-approved on Zillow Mortgage. They come to an Open Door exclusive house. What I don't know is how easy or difficult is it then at that point, as Open Door exclusive, to be like, "Hey, we're the home owner now, right? Mm-hmm. We're not representing like." You have a buyer agent. You're pre-approved. We think you should get pre-approved with us instead. Like swap out your Zillow loan with an open door mortgage because we can do these discounts or whatever. Like, does that happen often? I don't know the answer to that.
0: No, I think I think what happens most often is they hand this off to the agent, and the agent is going to say, "Well, I want to, you know, I'm going to use fucking Frank,
1: Frank Marshall, who I've you worked with for years right. and So even though they have pre-approved with Zillow home loans.
0: I, I think I think an agent wants everything in their control, okay. and it's hard for all this shit. And this is okay. i This is why I think the open door side is so brilliant here. On the other side, is that it's they they got to get this deal done. They're gonna do that now. Flip side on the open door exclusives. Yeah, me. Hey, these are our houses. You yeah. want this price? You have to do A, B, C, D, and E. Okay, that's part of it. The attachment rates on that.
1: Right. Be so, right. So, basically, what this was what I was wondering because I don't know the answer to this. Right, is how easy or difficult or how normal is it for the seller essentially, right, to swap out the mortgage that the buyer already has. The buyer's walking in like, look, I'm already pre-approved with Zillow for five hundred. Yeah. Right. And the seller's like, yeah, it's cool. If you want to do that, we'll do that. Right. We'll we'll take the Zillow. We'll take your mortgage that way. But if you finance with us, we're gonna knock a thousand dollars off your price. Like, yeah. how often does that happen? I don't know. And I guess the, the I guess the, closest- and, and if you're
0: part of the Zillow Flex program or these yeah. things, can you even do that?
1: Well, if it's the buyer oh. who's insisting, I mean, do you have a choice? If your client is like, "Hey, uh, Joey, my Zillow Premier agent," turns out I could save a thousand bucks by financing with Open Door, right?
0: Well, yeah, and it's not like, so you're buying a seller lead, right? and you know this is just a question i wonder if this the stats out there now yeah. how many agents are successful in being on getting not only this to sell the house but helping them buy the new one i i don't know what that percentage is i mean i got sometimes i, I got to think maybe
1: yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know either but again, just reaching because back. A lot of them, it, they might be moving out of state they might be right moving right so, anecdotal evidence, uh, at, you know, just talking to agents and brokers, whatever, they almost always get, if you're going to sell your list, your home with me, I'm going to represent you as a buyer, unless you're moving out of my market.
0: Right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know With the, it'd be interesting if we could.
1: So from- just talking about myself, like when I moved from New Jersey to Texas, obviously I didn't use my listing agent, right? Because I'm moving to Texas. When I was in Texas and sold in Houston and bought in Houston, I used my listing agent as my buyer agent. Right. Why wouldn't I? I trust the guy. Yeah. Right. He knows me. He knows my family. I trust him. He's good. He's going to list and sell my house. Why wouldn't I trust him to help me buy the house as well? It would be weird, actually, if you think about it. Right. Imagine being the agent and your client that you are selling their house for says, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to use you to buy my next house. Like, that's a weird conversation,
0: is not it? Well, it is, yes. and I guess just again, <laughs> you know, it comes down to these are life events. Yeah. Why are you moving? You know, what? How? What percentage are moving out of market versus staying in market? I mean, we don't know what that. Those questions know. are yeah. right, but I mean, but here I do know. If you go to Open Door Exclusives, uh, that website, and you want to buy that house, I'm certain they have some things on there that make their tap rates
1: way high, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the interesting thing. One of the things that um, the if you go to the Open Door website and you go to the buy section, mm-hmm. one of the things that mentions is on Homes Open Door owns, right? Using an outside agent means more fees for you and us. Working with an Open Door agent means fewer fees and saves both of us yep. money. So your offer stands out.
0: In your house, they're, they're creating their
1: own Misbou site. They can so do that. I, one of the things I'm fascinated by is what happens now. Right, these all these people that came through Zillow, sold their house to Open Door, now is a Zillow Premier Agent, right, and now comes to Open Door exclusives. Yeah, and they're like, I "Well, mean, I want to." That site, it's gonna be fascinating, and I, I, I don't know what happens. So look, I mean, I, I, I didn't I, I, say just I so lose for Open I
0: think it's win win, and again, I would say almost. Advantage Open Door,
1: really? I I could not disagree more. I think it's win win, and it's huge advantage for Zillow, right? Huge. Even like I, what we just talked about on this other side. What's that? Even even what we just talked about is yeah, part, because Open Door would have had Open Door exclusives with or without Zillow. They're not going to have that many though. That's the whole thing. Now this
0: is going to accelerate and expand yeah. this bigger than they ever fucking thought before. They
1: maybe Let's right. let let's point something else because this was the final point I was going to make, right? The last earnings call that Opendoor had right, was we're scaling way back on purchases, right? that we have to have a bigger spread because the market has completely changed. We got caught by surprise. They're going to lose an ass load of money. We know this. And Opendoor's is like, we're going to widen the spread. We're going to pay less until the market volatility calms down. I'm like, okay. So what good does it do to stuff the top of your funnel right? if you just narrowed your buy box? I'm not even, so in the short well, term, it's giving, I'm not
0: even, more, it, it's giving you more at bats, right? I mean, sure,
1: but I'm not even sure that they're going, it's it's not like they're going to go awesome. Now that we have the Zillow deal, we can 3X our inventory. Do you know what I mean? Like, because the rest of the market, the macroeconomic conditions, Open Door's financial position, I'm not convinced allows them to do that anyway. And Open Door exclusives would have been exclusive right. I, with or I, without Zillow.
0: I think they have a buy box. They're only in the past, they would, I, First of all, I think they would take as many people in that buy box as they can, right? Yeah. As many as they can get. Yeah, this is only going to expand, and and big, give them a bigger net to go get those people.
1: I, I look, I agree. I'm saying that's a win. I didn't say this was a lose for Open Door, right? I said this was a win. And win. Like that, that's what I'm trying to yeah, get. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm so you're opposite. the opposite way. You right. think open door is the big winner and Zillow's the less well,
0: big I mean winner. it's All not right. it's either even or a little bit more advanced open door. Not the right. win.
1: Right. But, uh, yeah. Well, so it that's what we're
0: fascinating.
1: All right. So let's think about where we agree. We agree this is a grid deal for both companies. It yes. is a win for open door. Like don't again, I want to make this clear. This is a win for open door. Yeah. I just can't couldn't believe they gave away what they did and didn't get, from what I could tell, anything in return.
0: And right. I think that it's a win for Open Door. It's a win for Zillow, right? Yeah. These are
1: two certainly companies it's a win for Zillow. They
0: get to fork they they get to focus on the things that they're good at. Yep. And I think what basically, uh, Zillow has handed Open Door is a way to accelerate their Open Door exclusive, which has been showing really good signs of being successful of of expanding that and creating their own portal.
1: Maybe, maybe, but you know what? Like that's the thing. Open door exclusives was not part of any of the deal terms. So again, maybe we're missing it, right?
0: Well, it, it's not part of the deal, but it's at, but but it's all. It's just feeding that portal. Any deal, any deal that they buy, any any home they buy, can go on to their
1: their portal now. Uh, I don't know, man. It depends on the level of. All right, you know what? We need they to. Own wrap. They own it. No, no, they own, no, they they own, own the, the house. I don't know that they own the traffic. And I'm fairly certain they won't. Right. right. Because but- Rich Barn talked about deep integration. So it doesn't sound like Zillow's going right. to be sending anybody off their website. to. I don't think
0: they're going to send anybody off, but just by yeah. the nature of them having the ho- more houses on that portal, that portal is going to become more successful. You
1: mean the open door exclusive? Yes. So Okay. So you think this is all about growing the open door exclusives and then they will well, it's it two
0: things. It's, I think it's a good deal All to right. get more, more people to to fund their, their primary All business, right. and then this is just a huge a huge thing afterwards. All
1: right, you know we should we should actually see if we get Tyler on to talk about open door Exclusive at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think that would be fun. But uh, in any event, we are out of time because you got stuff to do, I got I got places to be, shirts <laughs> to launder. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we leave off, I mean, I think. We should maybe uh, mention that we are going to be doing a special live panel, right? Yeah, that's right. So why don't you tell the audience about that yeah, in case so, anybody's in the area?
0: Yeah. So um, the Greater Las Vegas Association Realtors, and I think we've mentioned this in the past, is, is holding their kind of a MLS tech fair. Uh, you know, They've been doing this for a long time. I've been a, a participant in this for forever and um, this is going to be, they're going back live again this year it, for the last two years. They hadn't because of the pandemic and such, and we're going to be on the, the stage with uh, <laughs> big Richie <laughs> the director of uh, greater Las Vegas association realtors, uh, Rob and myself. And we're going to be having a discussion on uh, this whole kind of buyer, buyer side commission um, yep. uh, topic that we've been talking about for a while. And this is going to be recorded and yep. video and audio. So yep. Um, Plus, if you're in town, I mean, I know Stephanie Hill over there would love to have as many people as they want to come check it out if you want. So come to Vegas, check us out. And uh, And when is this, Greg? This is going to be on, I believe, the 26th. Am I right about that? Friday,
1: the 26th of August. So a couple of weeks. Yeah, come on down. If you're in the area, come see us.
0: Yeah. We'll go hang out. And then I do want to say one thing more. Um, We have a, a brand new sponsor. Ooh, woo, woo, woo. boom So, um not only uh, again shout out as as the as you you probably heard by now that um Note Router, uh fantastic sponsor, but we also have another sponsor, Ernest. Ernest so, in the uh, house. Ernest in the, in the house. house. Thank you Russell for your your sponsorship. We appreciate that and um everybody go uh and find out what Ernest is all about. Yep. Um at earnest.com. Is that right?
1: And I know that, I know we already inked a deal and all, but just as a thought, Russ, maybe part of the, the conference, the sponsorship could be that Greg has to wear a Clemson hat you know, on, on the videos because Ernest is in Greenville, South Carolina, where I live for, you know, 18 months. So just want to, just like want to suggest that
0: or something or what was it?
1: What's that? Wasn't he a ducks, a duck? I, he's He lives in Napa, I'm, but I'm saying the company is oh, in Clemson. The company. Okay. the company is in Greenville. and I think the founders are a Greenville uh, residents. So I'm thinking Clemson hat makes a lot of sense. I, I, it's just me. I'm just saying, you know.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, all, right. all right. All right. That sounds great. Thank you again to Ernest and Russell. We appreciate
1: it. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we will see you the next time. Thanks. All right. Ciao, everyone.
0: Hey, everybody, I'm so happy to announce that we have a new sponsor for Industry Relations, and that's Ernest. Ernest is a secure, convenient digital payment system that allows for a fully digital transfer of funds in real estate transactions. So thank you, Russ, and please visit Ernest.com, that's E-A-R-N-N. EST.com. Thanks again.